during the week of vision, you know, going up to having a great time, the Lord getting fed some word, and then being able to come back and really get into the great word that our pastor gives us week in, week out, amen. But you know, when we was there, it was the last day, and it was all everybody was going their own ways to head home, and Kimberly and I, you know, we just really felt God was speaking to us to stop off at South Center Mall and do a little bit of shopping before we went home. That, was that me? Okay, cool. Should I just stand right here like this, Mark? That, <laughs> yeah, he heard me say shopping, and it was it was anointing. Pastor Shelby relates to that, huh? But you know, it was uh, I, you know, wife and I, we've been married. We just had our twentieth anniversary. Amen. Awesome. Yeah. How many know that's a woman of God that's been married to me for twenty years? Amen. My dad last night was amen. And I was like, I'm preaching, Dad. I can talk about you tonight if I want to. <laughs> but you know what? We was just having a good time and doing some shopping. And I love to go shopping with my wife because it's very easy when I start standing around doing this. She knows I'm kind of tired of it. So, honey, why don't you go do something? So I'll go do my own thing. Thank the Lord we have cell phones. So I can go, hey, I'm down here. But you know, she, we was up up upstairs in the women's department of Macy's and so I just told her, I'm going to walk over here, just walk around, you know, just kind of letting her do her thing, don't want to, because if I stand around her, you know, she's like, she feels like I'm pressing her, and, you know, come on, let's go. So I was walking off, and kind of things going through my mind of the whole week of the stuff that went on, and I walked over, and the escalators, you know, two different levels, watching them, and I'm just standing over this glass, just standing looking, you know, and, I'm, and of course, I got my cell phone in my hand, and I'm messing with my cell phone, and then I stop. And I start looking around. And everywhere I looked, there were people running around, looking like Stephen and TJ, walking in their sleep, texting people, <laughs> holding the conversation while they're texting people, you know, stuffing their ears, you know, and people walking around talking to people. And there ain't nobody near them. I'm like, man, what's, what's this dude's talking to you? Or you're like, hey, oh, yeah, and they ain't, they ain't talking to me. They're talking to somebody else. They got something in their ear. But everywhere I looked, somebody was connected to something. You know, and I'm standing, I'm looking at this, and I'm just kind of going, man. You know, and it was just like the Lord just spoke right into my heart. And he goes, you know, hey, Tony, what are you connected to? What are we connected to? We live in today's society where we have every every gadget and gadget and really cool thing. Um, and we can connect to people clean across the world and talk to them anytime we want. You know, and it made me stop and think. Is like, what are we connected to? What, what are we connected to? Who are we connected to? Amen? You know, so I was thinking, you know, Lord was, well, I don't think I was thinking because I don't think like that. I think the Lord was talking to me and saying, you know, everything's so hectic today. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Let's go, go, go. We've got to be on the go. Can't We can't sit idle for a moment. We get, we get antsy. And I'm speaking for myself. You know, but with all these tools we have to connect to people, we're, I, it just made me stop thinking I'm really not connected to people. The way we used to be. You know, if I want to talk to somebody, I can just go on Facebook and send them chat to them and put it on their wall. How many times have I looked at that and God was, that's kind of how you treat me sometimes, Tony. You go about your day and you live your life how you want to live it. You do your things. You're all busy and, oh, wait a minute. Oh, oh yeah, Lord. Hey, hey, man. What's up? What's up, Dad? Text him. Send him a little email. Put something on the Facebook, tell them how great he is. How you know, that's kind of how we treat each other sometimes, you know. I don't want to talk to him. I can text him. He can leave a message. I'll catch up with him later. But you know, so 
And, and this stuff is all stuff God was speaking to me about. So if, if I'm going to get hammered, I'm going to bring it out for all of us because I know it applies to all of us. But, you know, one of my first scriptures I started off with was one I'm not sure we've all heard before. <laughs> but Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. Have you guys heard that one? <laughs> See, I get to do it too. I love it. But, you know, this, this first scripture, pastor quotes it to us all the time. We should know this, Amen. You know, because really, Romans ten seventeen, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing, and hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So the more we hear, the more we're going to get it written on the flesh and tables of our heart. Amen. So, you know, this is God talking about us. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. God knows what he wants to do for his children. But sometimes we don't really know that that's what he wants for us. But then it goes on. It says, when we figure that out, it says, then you will call upon me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. Sometimes we seek God, but are we seeking him with our whole heart? Are we giving everything? Are we transparent before him? Amen? You know, if you get, it's, it's funny when you, you think about the voice. My wife can be we can be out somewhere and we can be separated and I can hear all these different voices that I don't know but as soon as she speaks I'm my attention's riveted to I know her voice but you know I was watching Discovery Channel it's been a while back and it was a special on the penguins and how many know when you look at the penguins how do you tell one from the other you got to see a penguins on the cliffs and on the land that they all look the same some are a little fatter than the other one some are a little bit shorter you know they all run funny so how, isn't that kind of how the world is, the world system? Everything looks the same. What are they prophesying out there? Everything's going under. Bible tells us we're not. We're more than conquerors. We're the head, we're the, not the tail. God has created us to rise above every situation, amen? But as I was looking at that, when the mother gets separated from her baby, that baby ain't going to know who mom is by looking at her because she looks like all the other 100,000 penguins running around. But that baby knows mama's voice, and mama knows that baby's voice. That's how they connect each other, through the voice. So I, have to, I had to look at it, and I go, hmm, how come I'm not hearing God? My excuse was, well, everything's so hectic. But do we really believe that God only speaks to us when we quiet down? And at nighttime, we've settled? I think God speaks to us all day long. But because maybe we, don't quite have, maybe we haven't quite trained our ear to hear him, he's speaking. But we're not listening. We haven't tuned him in. Amen? Deuteronomy 4, 29 says, But from there you will seek the Lord your God, and you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Mm. You know, Matthew eleven fifteen talks about he who has an ear, let him hear. You know, all throughout the Bible, all throughout the New Testament, a lot of the parables at the ends of them, what does Jesus say to the people after he's instructed them and gave them words? He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says. You know, so I come across this, come across this little story, you know, and it really, it really hit home with me, you know, talking about how, you know, well, don't always hear God. I can't hear, you know. It's called listening. Let me read this to you. It says, A Native American and his friend were walking near Times Square, New York. The streets were filled with people across multiple lanes. Cars were honking their horns. Taxi cabs were squealing around corners. And sirens were wailing. Suddenly, the Native American stops and says, I hear a cricket. 
His friend is astounded. What? You must be crazy. You couldn't possibly hear a cricket in all this noise. No, I'm sure of it, the Native American said. I hear a cricket. That's crazy, said the friend. The Native American listened carefully for a moment. Then he walked across the street where some shrubs uh, were growing. He looked into the bushes, and sure enough, he located a small cricket. His friend was utterly amazed. That's incredible, said his friend. You must have superhuman ears. No, said the Native American. My ears are no different from yours. But that can't be, said the friend. I could never hear a cricket in this noise. Yes, you could, came the reply. Here, let me show you. <laughs> he said he reached into his pocket, pulled out a few coins, and dropped them on the sidewalk. And then with the noise of the crowded streets still blaring in their ears, they noticed every head within five meters turned and looked to see if the money that tinkled on the pavement was theirs. See what I mean? asked the Native American. It all depends on what's important to you, on what you're listening for. Mm. So, in the midst of all the chaos, all the noise, all the things the, world's throw, the world throws at us, God's speaking to us. But we've got to learn to connect to him. And how do we connect to him? We connect to him through his word of God. And that's why pastor's teaching us week after week. We need to be in the word, because God, when he speaks to us, he's going to speak his word. Amen? Revelation 2.29 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. There it is again. It's all throughout the Bible. So that tells me I need to be listening. I need to be tuning into the right station. You know, I can't have a phone system in front of me and the phone ring and it's line three and I pick line one up. And, Hello? Hello? Ain't nobody on that line. We've got to be connecting to the right line. Amen? Matthew 7, 24. We've all heard this story. Uh, it says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. We all know that story. You know, we get wisdom by hearing what our Father is speaking to us. He's got insight on everything for our lives, knows exactly what we need, when we need it. Amen? You know, and then skip on down to verse 26. It says, But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. You know, it's, it's, it's more than just listening to God, but it's taking what he's given us and doing what he says. Amen? You know, Pastor, he preaches this all the time, Romans 12, 2. We've all heard this. Uh, I'm sorry, James 1, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving ourselves. You know, I, I illustrate. I promised myself I wasn't going to tell on myself this time like I did last time. But I, obviously I lied. So, Lord, I repent. I lied. I told on myself last night. But, you know, week after week, pastor preaches stuff to us, and we all do this. Man, we're taking notes. But what do we do with it when we get home? Man, that was awesome. That was great word, pastor. But yet I've got the tools in my notebook. I wrote it down. got my Bible. But what, what do I do all week? Do I pull that stuff back out and meditate on it? Do we, do we take what we're, the words that are given to us? Do we reopen that up? Because if we're going to get this stuff in us, we've got to meditate on it. We've got to continue to hear it and hear it and hear it and get it in the spirit. Man, head knowledge, that's not where it's at. It's the heart. The Bible says we're right the word of God upon the flesh of the tables of our heart. You know, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if we're speaking the wrong things, then we're listening to the wrong things. And we can't be getting the right stuff if we're not connected to the Almighty God. Amen? 
Okay, let's go to Romans 12, 2 now. It says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. You know, it's pretty easy to be conformed to the world if we're not in the Word of God. And the only way we can trans- be transformed by the renewing of our mind is by what we're putting in our mind, what we're putting in our heart. What are we connected to? Are we hearing what God has to speak about us? Are we listening to what he says about us, how he thinks about us? You know, Isaiah 40, verse 27 through 31 in the message, it says, Why would you ever complain, O Jacob, or whine, Israel, saying, God has lost track of me? He doesn't care what happens to me. And then it goes on to say, Don't you know anything? Haven't you been listening? God doesn't come and go. He lasts. He's the creator of all you can see or imagine. He doesn't get tired, doesn't pause to catch his breath, and he knows everything inside and out. You know, he knows our thoughts are far off. He knows what we're going to think before we think it. He created us. He knows us. So he knows what's good for us. So me, I look at myself, and so why is it I constantly catch myself when I want to connect to him, it's because I've got myself in a, in a mess. I've got myself, first of all, if I'd have been listening to him from the start, I would have never got there because he would have led me away from that and to where he's trying to get me. Amen? It says, he energizes those who get tired, gives fresh strength to dropouts. So you know what? If you've dropped out on something in life, there's still hope for you. God's standing right there where you left off. He's waiting for us. We give up and we think, well, God, God's mad at me now because I quit. He's like, no, he's standing above you going, now, come on. You've got what it takes. Get up. Dust the, get the dust off yourself and let's get going back. Get moving ahead. Ain't nothing wrong with falling down. Fall forward. Amen. Get back up. If you fall again, fall forward. Amen. It says, for even young people tire and drop out, young folk in their prime stumble and fall. But those who wait on God get fresh strength. Strength comes from our Father above, amen? You know, when I try to do things on my own, it's just, it's kind of like, uh, you guys ever played the Wii game, the boxing, holding that little stick in your hand? I thought, huh. Oh. I went over to my brother-in-law's house one night after Christmas, and <laughs> and we're going to, and we're, and we're going to, you know, we're going to play boxing with so guys against girls. Those guys are like, hands down, we got this game, because we got the form, we know how to throw a jab. They're flailing about. I got knocked out three times in a row, like within two minutes. I mean, <laughs> yeah, she put the hurt on me, and I was like, and I was tired. <laughs> I was, but, I, you know, that's how it is in our spirit realm. We get to beating about, flailing about in the air. We're fighting things, and we're fighting them on our own. All we're going to do is get tired. You know, kind of like a saying that the military says, you can run, but you're just going to die tired. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It says, but those who wait upon God get fresh strength. They spread their wings and soar like eagles. They run, they don't get tired. They walk and they don't lag behind. That's because when we operate in the confines of the word of God, strength comes from God, not ourselves. Because on our own, we ain't going to be able to do it right. We're going to mess it up. But when we got daddy God on our side, amen, we can't go wrong. James chapter 10, verse 26 says, But you do not believe because you are not of my sheep. You know, Jesus was speaking to the Jews. You know, they didn't understand what he was saying. 
And he says, but you did not, you did not believe because you are not of my sheep. As I said to you, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. We're his sheep. He's our shepherd. He's the great shepherd. He speaks to us. He's calling us. Calls us every day without fail, 24-7. He never takes a break. He never takes a day off saying, oh, I'm getting burnt out on Tony. He's wearing me out. No, he's constantly calling me, working on me. Amen? That's key. Some of us need it. That'd be me. <laughs> so when we know his voice, we can't be led astray. Because when we know God's voice, then we know the voice that contradicts him. Amen? It says, Revelations 3, verse, verse 20 through 22, it says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come to, into him and dine with him and he with me. To him who overcomes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne, as I also overcame and sat down with my father on his throne. You know, Jesus was in constant contact with his father. Constant. Knew his voice continually. Everything he did, he did because the father beckoned him to do it. That's how we should be with him. Everything we do in our life should be because our father is speaking to us. He's leading us. He's guiding us. He's guiding our mouth. He's guiding our very steps. He's speaking into our hearts that when there's someone that comes around us, that might be the Holy Spirit may be unctioning us. That person may be going through something. And if we're hearing the voice of God, we'll be able to do what God wants to do in that person through us. Amen. It says, he who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So a lot of times, you know, I look at it, we're praying, we're praying for things from God, we're asking God for this, we're asking God for that. Basically, we're having our wine baby sessions. You know, God, I've been tithing all my life, and I've been doing this, and we're whining to him about stuff, basically praying about stuff that he's already answered. But were we listening? I come across another one. It says, God answers. It says, I asked for wisdom. And God gave me problems to solve. I asked for prosperity, and he gave me brains and the strength to work. How many times do we want something from God, and then we run to the mailbox the next day? <sighs> Man, it's a bill. Lord, you know I asked for that. God gave us the brains. He gave us knowledge. You know, over in the, in the book, of, or one of the books of Proverbs, it talks about, you know, wisdom. A lot of stuff in there about wisdom, getting wisdom. You know, when we get wisdom through God, God will give us witty inventions. So that's right here. He gave, I asked for prosperity, but he, he gave me brains and the strength to work. I asked for favors, and he gave me opportunities. Today's society, everything's fast, fast, go, go, go. Go through the drive-thru. We treat God like we do when we go through the drive-thru. We're looking at the value menu. Kind of like that commercial guy. Oh, they've got a value menu? We look at God like that. We run through the drive-thru, throw in our 99 cents and expect to get a value menu from God. Hmm. But I asked for favors. He gave me opportunities. And then it goes on. I received nothing I wanted, but I received everything I needed. My prayers have been answered. So maybe next time when we're praying to God and we're asking for certain things, I think a lot of times we think that prayers haven't been answered, but they're right in front of us. We've got to be looking. We've got to be listening to his voice. Amen. God don't give out freebies. He's not just going to give you something. We're going to work for it. Amen. First John chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. 
says, And this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he heareth us. Now, see, right there is the catchphrase on that. We can't just ask anything that we want, and he's going to hear us. It says, according to his will. So, as I said from the start, once when we get in the word of God and we start meditating on that word, we get that word down in our spirit. When we start praying, we're going to stop praying what we want, but we're going to start praying his will. Just as Jesus did in the garden before he was crucified. He says, but my, not my will, but thy will be done. You know, when we get the mind out, then God can do his thing through us. Amen. It says, and if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have petitions that we desired of him. Mm. You know, so I've always got to ask myself, Tony, when, when you don't think things are going the way they should be, or you don't feel like God's listening to you, am I really talking to him his word? Am I speaking to him according to his will? Or am I just whining to him about what I want? You know, or things I think I'm supposed to get. You know, when I stop worrying about myself and I start worrying about, okay, God, what is it you need to do in me? Then he can start using me how he wants to use me. How can use each and every one of us to the potential and the gifts and the callings that he's given each and every one of us. But we can't get anywhere if we're not in the word of God and we're not waiting on him. Even Not just when we all need quiet time with God so we can get a clear direction from him. But I think we need to be in more in tune, just like that Native American when he dropped them coins in the middle of New York and everyone around close, they heard that. Is that everybody's in tune when they, you know, you know when money fell. Well, how come it is we're, we can get so in tune with things that does not matter to our, our spiritual life at all? This, this life is but a vapor. It's here today, gone tomorrow. So why are we so concentrated on what we can get today? We're supposed to be laying up treasures in heaven. Amen? So when we hear the voice of God and we hear his word and we connect to him, man, it, there ain't nothing that can stop us to fulfill what he wants us to accomplish. Amen? Amen. Let's all just close our Bibles. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Lord, I just thank you.